Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat of the Wild. This episode, we are wrapping up our Wind Waker season with uh, just a discussion about how we feel about the game. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of a cathartic thing. We're just going to just get it all out, wrap it up, uh, put a nice neat bow on it, and place it in line with the other games, I guess. So guys, uh, coming off of the end of the game, we were all very critical of basically everything since the halfway point. We've started getting more and more critical, but it culminated in, in some awfulness because the game was just, by, by, that, by that point, the game was just dragging itself toward the finish line. Now, I will say... You know, not necessarily defending it or anything like that, but I've been kind of like down on this game for most of it Mm -hmm. because I've just felt like I I brought up numerous times about the fact that it was, you know, rushed at the end, uh, felt incomplete a lot of times and all the way through. I've been thinking about it a lot since I finished it of just how content light it is. And it feels, this game just feels like it's all style and no substance. And I think that's what, like, colored it for nostalgic purposes that you would look, that so many people would look back on it. Like, even I did of just, like, oh, this one was so great. But it's just because, like, there are, even the characters, there aren't. There, there are so few that really matter beyond just, like, they make a funny noise. <laughs> and like I, I had said before of like Tetra is the best character Tetra is like the, one of the best characters in the entire Zelda series it's true and then they stick her in a refrigerator halfway through the game <laughs> just by Tetra by dynamic and, uh, character with agency yeah by I mean that, at some point the game like just grinds to a halt story wise and yeah, she goes away. Um, I mean, I I was up front at the beginning of all of this. Like, I I think these are easily some of the worst dungeons in Zelda, just because of how straight line they are. But I knew that going in. Um, I wasn't prepared for. I guess up until this like last episode, I think I was like, yeah, no, this is what I, I knew. I was getting into this. This is the game. I remember, um, I just didn't remember it ending so poorly that on the, like, in the castle or in the tower, I guess, I guess. It's pretty Um, abrupt compared to, to, compared to like Ocarina and Majora, which both had like 
stuff that happened throughout the uh, the credits rolling and everything, and all we get in Wind Waker are just like still flashbacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. not even like, oh, we get to see like how life is going after all of this. Yeah, nothing gets wrapped up. I mean, because like I, I mean, I said it before. This story basically ended up being just the adults have beef and they're fighting. I mean, there are other like demigods involved, like uh, Jaboon is here, Valu, and they're not really like like it feels like they're it's still their story. And at the end, they're like, we need to pass this off to the kids so that it's your story. But really, we we spent the whole game just watching them all fight each other and be mad and use a kid to do their their crap for them. And then their stories end up being the DS games. Yeah. And that's its own disappointment. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? I mean, I... I mean... I like the thing that everyone hates in Phantom Hourglass. I'm going to say that right now. I've said it before. I don't hate that thing that everyone hates going back to, but... Uh, I have my... I already know my problems with the DS games, and, and yeah. All right. Uh... The more I think about, like, the stakes of this game, the stranger it gets to me. Like, we, when we get down to the end of it, it's someone wants to save the old world, but then rule it. The other one wants to destroy the old world and keep it that way. But yeah, I just, like, everyone's motivations, I don't... I don't get it. I don't... Get, it just gets, like, more and more, like, twisted and unclear the more I think about what everyone was fighting for and and they kind of decide for us what we want. They're like, we want to give you your world back so that you can go back to what you know, which is the ocean. And I'm like, well, what if they don't want to... What if you all just leave and let them have old... Like, the land back? Why does it... Why do you have... Why does the answer, like, no, just wash it... Why are we in, like, The Last Jedi? We're like, just wash it all away. Let old things die. Like, why does it have to go down like this? I don't understand anything. <laughs> I don't know. It's, we're reading, we're reading more into it than they, they really put into there. Like, that's the other thing, is that they did just kind of, uh, they did just kind of make a Zelda game. Uh, they didn't necessarily, like, have this amazing idea like throughout it it was i i could see it being a thing of they wanted to do this like ocean faring sort of thing where you traveled on the boat but then they just didn't get through the the like three steps in the middle and then they were like well we gotta sort of push other this stuff through we gotta end this. Ganon's there he's bad he's gonna just keep doing the thing he was doing in ocarina there you go. I know that they had more planned. I know that there were more dungeons planned and stuff like that, but was there more story planned? Was were, Had they not finished, had they not even figured out Ganon's Tower yet? Because that was like a mess. Had, like, what did they just, what did they, how did this, how did this happen? Because <laughs> it has the makings of a good Zelda game at the beginning. And my, you know, my original theory was when we went down there, 
to the the you know ground floor that was going to open up a whole other world where we could like potentially learn more about what's happening but to my knowledge that they they've never said that was a plan no i'm just re i'm just sort of like reading what i think i'm seeing on the walls that would have been cool but I, i don't know if they'd ever planned that ever or if that was something they were they wanted to do but i think this game plays well i like the combat i like fighting in it but you can only do that for so much. Like, so many things can only be gated by combat before I'm just like, yeah, here's another Dark Nut. Here's three more Dark Nuts. Um, we're just going to keep using these same bad guys over and over. And and that's the challenge, is get through this room. Also, we really didn't do anything with the items that are a staple of the Zelda series. We yeah. just sort of did the same ones. We have, like two items and really like i think the leaf is the only one that actually stands out like even the hammer isn't that impressive in terms of like oh here's some interesting things that we could do it's just a big weapon we had a hammer before uh we've had a hook shot before like even the grapple hook is like it's It's, different but it's still the same kind of thing i think the the boomerang is significant because it's but it's the same but it's still the same zelda game yeah yeah but but we've never used it in a 3d zelda game except for like one dungeon like once at the end of the kid stuff so having it for an entire game is a new thing for 3d zelda games majora's mask man you have a boomerang in majora's mask so the zora has why do i keep forgetting the boom oh well the zora has it Yeah. yeah okay so you have two different types of boomerangs Okay, and they maybe do more useful stuff that. with it. And then Wind Waker is just like, well, it's good for stunning people. Yeah. It's great for okay. hitting stuff. I mean, it does what it did in the 2D one, so. This game, like, my... I didn't remember it very well from when I played it as a kid. I remembered the final battle, so I, I remembered it being cooler than it actually was. Well, I remembered all the cool stuff about the final battle and not the crummy stuff about it. But... Yeah, and then... Yeah, that final battle was sort of a letdown. I mean, I was glad to have Link and Tetra together doing something, but that was really about it because I like those. I like Tetra. I think the thing I, I really like about this game is even when it's not very well defined, like the world and the visuals and just like the sense of exploration. There's all these quirky little islands, you know, although some are kind of boring and there's not much you can do. It's like when it came out, it was a sense of, I can sail around the ocean and discover all this stuff and do all these different things. And even though there is a very limited cast of characters, when you meet them, they're all colorful and exciting. And even though they might just make a few dumb sounds, they're at least cool sounds. Uh, I remember all of those sounds. Yeah. And we've, and we've brought them all up here on the season. Yeah. And Link I, is like... This is probably the most expressive Link gets. Like, those facial expressions are gold. So I think there's, like, a lot of charm. The execution's just bad. Dropped. (laughs) They just dropped it completely. Like I feel like, in terms of the world exploration, where you take Ocarina as the base, right? We always compared everything to Ocarina after Ocarina for the 3D ones where Majora's Mask basically crammed everything together of of like the the map layout of Ocarina. It, but then Wind Waker blew it up into pieces where the little chunks, it's like the exact same amount of 
stuff that we had in the N64, but just spread out with a whole bunch of water in between them. But even then, they didn't necessarily do as much for like dungeons and all that. And stuff. then, and then, Breath of the Wild blows it out even further. But they put more things to sprinkle throughout. Yeah. that are interesting. Yeah, like I don't have a problem with the world at all. No, I, that's my favorite I part like is that. sailing. I think sailing is great. I think um, fighting is great. I think the act of playing the game, like just playing it, is like maybe my favorite so far in the games we played like just controlling link and running, running around, around the link. game is yeah like i think it's i think it's really good at that there's just yeah like bc said there's just nothing happening um there's 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 islands there's um yeah there's just nothing there's just nothing there uh so why don't we take a quick break right now uh, and we'll come back and we'll just we'll just finish this up and yeah, finish this game up. Contemplate the value of the concept of nothingness. How does Crazy Taxi stack up against, say, Papers, Please? And what's the one 3DO FMV game that gives Mario Party a run for its money? Find out on Hardcore Gaming 101's Top Games, where we objectively, definitively, and scientifically rank the games you nominate for our ever-growing list. HG101's Top Games, twice a week, every week, right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hey, Lassie, what are you doing here? Timmy's in a well... Sequelcast 2 and Friends is a podcast looking at movies in a franchise, one film at a time, like Harry Potter, Hellraiser, and The Hobbit. And sometimes the hosts talk about video games and TV as well. And now it's part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh, Lassie, we don't need to rescue Timmy. He likes the well well enough, I guess. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Lassie, I told you to lay off the spoilers. Okay, welcome back. When we left, we were further trashing this game. <laughs> we've been look, look. We've been positive. We're doing, you know. I always try to do my like, you know, my uh, the the compliment sandwich. Yeah. Say, the, say some nice things in between those. Uh, you know, I love the style of this game. That I think, it nails that. Yeah, but the, like I, the sound and the uh, or the sound design and and the. The style of the, the music. Game. Music is still some of the best in the series. Music is choice. I remember being like really down on the music when I first played this game, and like, oh, it's not as good as because I compared everything to Ocarina, but no, it, it's some of my favorite. Like, listen, go back and listen to some of the boss songs on here because we don't. I feel like you miss out on the boss music more than anything else because you're like kind of focused on what you need to do. Yeah, you're not like wandering around, so you can't really take in a lot of that stuff. When I'm like picking songs to put in the background of these episodes, I listen to a couple of them. Just like I don't remember this at all, but man, this is good. See, it's it's really good as far as the sound is concerned, but I don't know how many ways I can say there's nothing there. There's stuff to do, like you know, we run into uh, giant octos and and things out in the open ocean. There's bad guys and things. You can't just put your controller down and and go get a snack and just know you'll end up where you're at your destination well here's here's the problem like you know with the in terms of content is that 
there's a- enough to do, but you only have a-, a couple things that are like different. You talk about the giant octos. There's one giant octo that you need to uh, go after. The rest just get your rupees. Uh, rupees the- are. Um, do you get a heart yeah. piece for maybe one of them? I probably. But like again, you get a magic do- upgrade from one of them. And yes. that's what you, you know, I mean, you don't even need that. It's not even required. Not necessarily. But it's the same kind of battle. Yeah. Just longer. So there and there are a number of room types and like grotto types that we come across that are the same thing copied over and over. Yeah. And I think that stands out with this style. You notice it so much more than if they then Ocarina obviously copied grottos and things like that. But it had such a more simplified style that it didn't matter as much that when you have something that, again, I got to just say, the style in this thing, the the art direction is timeless. Like, they really nailed on this. But when you copy things over and over, it sticks out so well, and then And then Ocarina copying grottos over and over, those were just hidden. They weren't. A lot of them weren't required. You weren't like, forced to go through. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It or it wasn't the only the the main attraction in this island. Like, you've got forty nine islands, and that's the only spot you really have to go as far as land is concerned. So there's got to be stuff there, and mm. they're just copy pasting a lot of the islands stuff. Like it's the, disappointing when you get to an island, you get the new item that gets you up on there. You go down to the grotto, and it is just a palette swap of a room you've already been in before but i had so much fun getting there and doing it <laughs> yeah but then that's the that's what's so weird about this game is that it's just like i'm enjoying every second of it but when i think about it it's bad <laughs> <laughs> the carrot at the end of the stick is also made of wood too and it's not a real carrot like it's, yeah it's a figure you go after this carrot and it's turns out that you didn't actually necessarily want that carrot but you had fun getting it yeah. So, I got my list. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but after this playthrough, Wind Waker, before I had it, my list was Breath of the Wild, Link's Awakening, Majora's Mask, uh, Wind Waker, Ocarina, and then that would have been you the You had five. Wind Waker above Ocarina. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. In my memories, in my memories, it was like, oh, but they did so much more with it. It's so much cooler. Yeah, I never uh, would have done that though. <laughs> and I yeah. love this game. <laughs> well, you know, I I had all I was critical. Like, I don't know. Ocarina, I think, was like an important game, but I don't think it necessarily holds up. Yeah, you know, we've talked about that. But yeah, yeah we I have an agree. entire season where I talk about that. Yeah. Uh but this did after this it did push Wind Waker out of my top five. Oh yeah. Um where my my current list is Breath of the Wild, Link's Awakening, Majora's Mask, Ocarina, and then the Oracle series, which I just grouped those together. I consider those one game. Yeah, okay. Um I've got, you know, like Link to the Past isn't up there for me because I thought Link to the Past was boring. Uh I I I like the weird stuff in Zelda. And Link to the Past is not really weird. Yeah, is... I I you know, I I like a Link to the Past, but it's just I mean, I love that game, but if we, but when I'm putting it up against all the other Zelda games, it it tends to fall down lower on my list. Yeah, I still love it. I still think it's an amazing game, especially and for I time. Didn't, but I didn't rank any of the games that we haven't played yet. So right as we go through them, I'll put them on my list then. I don't have my list of games here in front of me. I I mean, 
we've only played of the 3D ones. I think I still have them as Ocarina, Wind Waker, and Majora, but uh, I don't know because a lot of the problems I had with Majora were I find having here not, not that the game isn't done, but that it's rushed, um, that it's tedious in places, and I think Wind Waker is tedious in other places. It's that I don't mind the tedium so much in Wind Waker because I'm having fun while I do it. Um, if you know, if it's nighttime, if it's daytime, and I have to do something at night, I will go to another island and do something while I wait for night to fall instead of play the song or move Passage of Time. I'm like, well, I I actually have things I want to do that I can't do this right now. I'll go find something else to do. Wind Waker has a has a, a happy vibe to it that even when you're doing the boring things, you're like, man, I'm just so happy to be in this world. I'm while Majora's Mask is just like, let's talk about death. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like if I had played the 3DS version, I wouldn't have been so mad at uh, the tedium in Majora's Mask because I could, you know, if I mess something up, okay, well, I have to restart the three days I have to, okay, I can't, I've already messed this up. I've got to re go back to the beginning, but I can jump to the hour that I want it to be, or, you know, just skip through real quick. And then you said you could go to each hour. So, mm -hmm. so that would have made it a little bit better for me, but yeah, I still just, I enjoy playing Wind Waker more than, I mean, I guess by, by proxy Ocarina of Time as well. Like I just, I think it's more fun to play than even Ocarina. Like, so, yeah. I don't know what my giant list is. I think it's still... Well, it's obviously Breath of the Wild, Ocarina, Link's Awakening. This would definitely... Zelda 2 is now above Wind Waker in my book, so... Mm. Ooh. So it, it fell below that, I guess. But they it, Zelda 2 has a lot of the things I love about Wind Waker in it, which the combat's fun. It's just fun to get around and kill things. And what would be the other top five? I guess just Wind Waker fell below that. I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, I think like when I bring up my list, it's, I'm more interested in being like, where does this go up or down on your list? It, it goes. It definitely goes down. Yeah. Uh, like the the my rose tinted glasses are less rose colored, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, but and like I said, like, I knew kind of what I was getting into with this game. I knew I was going to have problems with with the dungeons and but i didn't realize how just how linear they're going to be and then just the end was it's so amazing how how different that was in my head but yeah i don't think it falls too far it's just it's it's very sobering yeah You've grown up <laughs> bc what's your list look like i try not to rank them just because like i i feel like i i enjoyed them all and so, the like the only thing I'd say is Majora is my favorite. Majora is still my favorite. Um, and then, Link's Awakening is actually still my least favorite. Uh, <laughs> which mm. I hate the windfish. I hate the concept <laughs> of the windfish. I remember playing that game, and I hated it. So. Everything else just exists between Majora and Link's Awakening for me. Um, but I definitely feel like I remember like thinking 
Wind Waker was good. Like, Wind Waker is enjoyable. If someone asked me if they should play it, I'd be like, play the first half, get the idea, watch the rest on YouTube. But mm. it's so cool. And I feel like the first half of the game encapsulates most of what's cool about it. You get the art style, you get the exploration, you get the characters and the sound effects and the music. And I mean, by the time you're in the second half, it just turns into a slog, especially like the last, okay, I would say probably like, just don't play the last quarter. Cause once you have, like once you're collecting the Triforce pieces, especially if you're like me and you just did them all at the end, um, that was just yeah. a pain and it wasn't fun. It was just the- I mean, the, either, I'd say either, yeah, maybe just, get through all the dungeons yeah get through all the dungeons and then stop playing the game watch the rest of it on youtube but because watch watch Valu burn ganon's house down that part is the, you know and if you feel like beating the dungeons after that then go for it but yeah because even the the ending just isn't emotional like you're not there isn't like a real payoff to it um we made the joke early on of being like I'm just trying to rescue my sister. And then mm-hmm. Carl's like, and kill Ganon. And you're like, I guess I'll kill Ganon. Okay, and <laughs> all right, I guess I'll kill him too. But yeah, really all we wanted was to save our sister and just be done. And we do that. We yeah. save her after Valu, bur- you know, Valu shows up and burns down Forsaken Fortress. That's the game. You guys can finish this out. You guys finish the rest <laughs> of this yourselves. Yeah. Uh, let us know how it turns out. But they need they needed our triforces or something. I don't I don't know. It wasn't look as 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 down as I was on this game. It wasn't painful to play. No, the most frustrating parts did not compare to the worst games that we've played on here. No, like it was just like kind of annoying, and it was just really disappointing that we get through all of this and then I'm just like, I just see how this is just a bad design. Like they just missed stuff on here they just like it's so lacking in what needed to be done here i just wish there was another game in the wind waker universe like i wish there was like oh there's two not the ds ones they still count you can't just say not those ones I, but that's not what I, I wanted the sailing i wanted the the i wanted another gamecube wind waker game well, we can. I'll import Tetris trackers. How about that? Sure. <laughs> I just. I wanted them to be able to finish this game. Like, it was really what I want. I wanted them to finish what they set out to do. And and instead, it's just most of the GameCube games from like the main Zelda games, or not the main Zelda games. The main Nintendo IPs on GameCube are all rushed because. They just had to get it out the door. Like, we need software. We need stuff. Please finish your game. I Throw am, a bunch am, of blue coins into Mario Sunshine if that's what it takes. Just finish the game. I am so interested and excited to play Twilight Princess because that is the game that carried on all of that stuff that they wanted to do with Wind Waker. And that game is full it's huge. Now the 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 argument is is it too stuffed? And at the beginning, yes, it is. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. still have. Thought it took mind... us a long time to get to a a, a a bunch of episodes to get to the first dungeon in this uh, season. Yeah, uh, there's going to be at least two before we get to anything concrete in that game. Yeah, uh, but 
it still is just really cool. Really, It has that fun gameplay. I think it is one of the most underrated Zelda games. It has a, a very lived-in universe. I think people hate on it because it doesn't have Wind Waker's striking visuals. But that's and what we wanted. That's what we wanted. I think that was... I think we were talking about a time when we were young. Like, we're, our generation, we're all in our early 30s. And it we sort of, like, grew alongside video games. So, like, when games were maturing that's when we were like in our early 20s and all of that stuff like we were kind of changing with that and everything and this was a time where we didn't necessarily know what we wanted we were just like we want zelda no wait we want it to be cool no wait no we want it to look really cartoony like we didn't know and they were just sort of like they kept complaining they want it realistic we'll make this realistic i mean we really can't on this hardware but let's go ahead and do that because i mean wind waker 2 was in the works and they stopped they're like all right there's enough of a backlash about this the art design that we thought it was we thought it was good i guess all right we'll we'll kind of switch gears on this and we'll make a more realistic looking zelda and like, around this time, isn't it, like, the birth of the gritty reboot, too? Like, just culturally? <laughs> well, at least the the gritty, you know, yeah. 360, but, yeah, got a lot of those. You got your, your browns and your other, your light browns and your dark browns and your grays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing it. I haven't beaten it in years, so. But that's not going to be our next game, though. No, it is not. Are we done then? You know what? I don't know what else I can say without crying. So, <laughs> oh no, no. I, I like I said. I've said all. I've said it all. I need to say. I I still enjoy playing the game. It's just, man, when you're really thinking about it, when you're actually you're not when you're just actually when you take a step back, whew, <laughs> there are They're problems. Gonna... <laughs> They're going to finally announce the Wind Waker coming to Switch, and we're just going to be like, man. I mean, I would not <laughs> mind playing the game again with the gyro controls for shooting stuff. We, we're bringing Wind Waker Classic to the <laughs> no. Switch. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs that. So, yeah, uh, this has been the Wind Waker season. Uh, I have been your host. And I'm going to turn it over to Jeremy, who's going to take the reins again with our next season. Which is going to be a bit different uh, for our guidance season. Uh, we are going to be doing, I guess, our first sponsored season, I guess you could say. Uh, the publisher, Modus Games, was kind enough to get us copies of Ari and the Secret of Seasons. This is a new indie game. It's available on everything, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, PC. BC and I will be playing on the PlayStation 4. Brian will be playing on his Switch. And hopefully the differences are not too drastic there. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we're going to be I playing through play that. I usually play on the, the, the medium, whatever medium it's on. I usually play on the crappiest and oldest version <laughs> of it, so... We'll have so a we'll, good span. We'll right? see. It would it would uh, only make sense. It'd only be fair to continue that tradition. Yeah, this uh I noticed this game, uh, and it looks it's a Zelda like that looks a lot like a PS2 game. 
Uh, I think that that's not I don't think that's an insult. Uh, I think that is sort of like what some people were calling back to is that it, it harkens back to the old PS2 action adventure games. So so that that makes sense to to do it next to uh, Wind Waker, sort of era appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sim- similar kind of era style and all that. So for our first episode in Ari and the Secret of Seasons, we're going to be playing up to the point that we fight the Ice Minotaur. Uh, I can't really say anything more than that without spoiling it. You'll know him when you see him. Go ahead and beat him up, and then you'll be caught up with us. If you enjoy this show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Chat of the Wild. Uh, you can also go check out our website, chatofthewild.com. Nifty little thing that I picked up there. And uh, yeah, like I said, go and... Fight the Ice Minotaur, and we will meet back here and talk about it on Shadow of the Wild. Gaiden! I just wanted to remind you to do a break. I didn't know, like, you know, just in case you forgot, we still need to yeah, put a I commercial break in between these. Um, like I said, I've got my top list, so I still want to do that okay. as well. What kind of break did you, you say? It sounded like you said murder break. Murder break? I don't know. I said I remind said. you there's a break. Or did, what did Brian say? I don't remember. You you, you I said I just wanted to remind you that something break. I thought you said murder break. Oh, you probably said put a break. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. I, uh... Murder break.